Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Mark Zirkelbach, CIO at Loma Linda University Medical Center. In this segment, Zirkelbach talks about the framework he is using to prioritize major IT projects, why today's CIO must be much more entrepreneurial than in the past, and the path that brought him to Loma Linda. So are there any other major projects that you're working on right now or are on, the, uh, on your radar? Well, there's plenty. Um, <laughs> sure. We, uh, may, maybe just a, a way to sort of give you a high level. Our strategic planning process uh, is a five-year uh, five-year activity, and then we update it each year. And so right now I'm, I'm looking at what we call the vital few. And we um, initially identify the, the area of the business that we're supporting. And so just sort of looking at that, that uh, framework, we, you know, one area, as you might imagine, is con- continue to implement our integrated delivery system. So all the work that we started by getting to one platform is uh, still a big, a big activity for us. Then uh, I've touched on analytics, but increasing our process improvement and our BI capability. That's a, that's a huge focus for us, uh, developing the, the skills and the tools um, and the um, sort of the, again another mindset on how you approach managing data uh, is a huge effort that we're right in the middle of as well. Population health and wellness is another major area, and we've talked about some of that with ACL support and managing uh, wellness as well as information exchanges and and um, you know how to how to manage populations is uh, a big focus for us. We started the conversation out with um, talking about the new facilities, and uh, that's a that's the campus transformation project for us, sort of internally. And as I said, we're you know we've already put up a couple of of uh, structures. Uh, we've had a new parking structure that was created, and so all those things start to start to trigger this planning that has to occur. So big uh, a big area for us. You were asking me about affiliations. Uh, partnerships is, is a big area for us. We've, we're working with some hospitals in the area, some community hospitals in the area, and some uh, other primary care networks trying to uh, support the business as we exchange information and develop different sorts of, of um, arrangements, joint ventures, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then patient engagement is, um, I'll say, sort of the last of the of the vital few that we've identified. So trying to support the organization in how we make Loma Lindo a place where patients, either if you're here or interacting even uh, remotely, you know, through the web, that it's a that it's a very good experience and something that you would want to repeat and share with others that uh, you talk to about the, the services and care that you receive from Loma Linda. So that's sort of the framework that we're working with, and then there's many, many projects that sort of fall within those areas. Right. Yeah, even when you talk about, you know, the vital few, those those are, are really big projects. All of those I could see taking up really, you know, a, a lot of uh, time and, and resources. And so I, I want to just ask you a little bit about prioritization, something that I would think is just a, a huge challenge right now just as far as deciding, you know, which projects are those priorities and, and which can be you know, moved around a little. And is that something that that's, you know, one of the uh, top challenges right now? Well, 
I, you know, I wish I could uh, say I'm working on a white paper to describe how well we have done that, but uh, mm-hmm. not just yet. But we do have significant energy into our governance process. Historically, we felt pretty good in IS if we could, if individual customers could submit a request to us from a from a portal, and uh, that. You know that request would go down a series of reviews and and vetting and ultimately get prioritized. But the the, the volume of work that um, that we're trying to respond to is so massive that it just just encouraging people to submit requests even generates a, a bit of a spin that's unwieldy. Okay. So as I alluded to earlier, we're working with a business. Uh, identify. We've identified macro process owners for key business areas, and we're really working to try to do what we call sort of pre-vetting, almost where it's there's not a request that's been submitted. There's these pool of ideas, and they're either you know things that we have to do from a regulatory perspective. So, you know, ICD-10 would be an example of one of those things that's on the list that you know that um, we didn't put there. It was put there for us. And, but many, many other competing projects. And so it is difficult to, to narrow it down and to pick just, you know, the ones that we have the, the time to do and the, and the requirements to do. But that's where we're, we're working very hard is to get much better at prioritization, much better at um, sourcing as well. I think, you know, I think the days are pretty much gone where, well, you know, IT says we've you've used up all of our resources and, we can't hire any more consultants or you know our budget is is completely blown away by you know the work that's already committed to we have to get good at at you know working with the business helping to consult on solutions helping to find you know business cases uh return on investment analyses cost benefit etc that can that can be responsive and so it's it's a bit of a different world and and it's uh, requiring us to be a little more entrepreneurial in just the way we do our work. We don't uh, we don't just get to have sort of one way where you request it, it gets prioritized. If it makes the cut, we do it, and if it doesn't, we don't. Uh, those right. days are gone, I think. But um, being good at that and not getting just sort of blown away or overwhelmed with all the demand um, is really challenging because, again, the the business tends to think of well, I just submit a request to IT, and they they either do it or they don't. And um, and if I call enough or if I escalate enough, you know, eventually it'll get done. And I'm not denying those things still happen here. I'm sure they happen in in many places. But we're trying to make that to be the exception, and really, really focusing on on uh, partnering with the business, understand the needs of the business, and having multiple ways that we can source the. Um, uh, the skills necessary to get things done, because I don't think they're going to wait for us. Yeah, if uh, you know anyone ever does come up with that with that white paper, I, I imagine there'd be <laughs> quite a bit of interest in it. Yeah, well, okay. for sure. Hopefully, uh, a year from now, we can, if we talk again, we can we can talk about all the success we've had in that area. I know we're putting a lot of energy in it, and the business is engaged. So, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. So that the last area I wanted to touch on was just uh, your background, and you've been at Loma Linda since 2008. Is that correct? Right. Yes. 
I've seen that you've done some consulting, but then also had previous um, you know roles on the on the uh, organization side. So I just wanted to ask a little bit about you know it, how you landed where you are and kind of how you benefited from some of your your past experiences. Okay, you know, landed is probably a, a pretty good a pretty good way to introduce the idea. I certainly didn't set a goal to be at Loma Linda or to be at an academic medical center. It just sort of happened. I think that, you know, that's probably the way it happens for a lot of people in their careers. But I was I was fortunate. I did uh, just sort of have the desire to have an IT career and really didn't have a particular uh, domain of interest, although my wife, had being a nurse, made it kind of interesting you know, for me to get some opportunities in healthcare. So, uh, you know, many years ago, I was fortunate that the daughters of charity were looking for people, and they were they were sort of building out their environment, and uh, I was able to get a position there. And so, I was there for 15 years and had a had the opportunity to do a lot of different things, uh, from shared services to you know building uh, internal consulting groups. To large projects, um, working on different committees to solve different different issues. Got to work with many different hospitals in different settings with different business problems from you know large to small. And so that really that really was fortunate for me. Looking back, uh, again, it was sort of accidental. I thought as a charity happened to be in in my hometown in Evansville, Indiana, and so it just you know sort of worked out. Uh, that I was looking, and they were looking at the same time, and and I got that opportunity. But after the Daughters of Charity, where that was mostly hospital-based, although there was you know physician services that we did provide, it was it was mostly hospital-oriented. Uh, I was able to do a little bit of consulting and and um, tried my hand at that, which I enjoyed, but um, wanted to try to get something you know where I wasn't traveling all the time, and. Um, Got an opportunity at, as a CIO at an ambulatory uh, multi-specialty group, and so that was the first time where I had been solely focused on physician ambulatory practices, and that was a that was a phenomenal experience. I was there for three years. Uh, they were very very um, dynamic in the things that they wanted to do, and and were wanting to leverage automation as much as possible. So it was a very it was a great experience for me. Uh, and then I had an opportunity to do some consulting uh, again and uh, sort of, I'll say, landed as you did at Loma Linda. And I'll just say the opportunity opened up where I was able to uh, to stay here as an employee and uh, have um, greatly appreciated all the opportunities here. It, there's something unique and different about academic medical centers uh, that uh, really appealed to me. And so when I was consulting here, and saw the different, uh, you know, the different challenges, the, the things that we were doing to, you know, prepare people for the future, and also some of the extreme cases of care that, you know, that we were involved in. It just seemed like a, a really good place to be, and certainly the mission here of the Seventh-day Adventists and just this model of to make man whole all really resonated with me. So um been here for five-plus years, and really enjoy it and and there's plenty of challenges in front of me. Yeah, certainly. It's uh not the um easiest time to be a CIO, I can only imagine, especially since you got there 2008, so then, you know, 2009 was when started to see some of the uh, you know, 
meaningful youth start to uh, take shape, and I, I can imagine it's been an interesting five years. It has been, and I, you know, I remember just saying to some of um, the leadership here is that, well, meaningful youth, that'll just be the floor for us. We're going to, the things that we're going to do and be able to support from an automation perspective around care delivery, we'll, you know, we'll far exceed those things. Of course, I hope we do, but, uh, you know, some of them have been sort of challenging just sort of meeting them to the to the letter of the law and, and all the, you know, all the work you have to go through to, to be able to attest has been has been a body of work into itself, plus all the other things that we've been trying to do in the in the meantime. Yeah, I'm sure. I can imagine. Um, okay. Well, this is this has been great. We we've really touched on a lot, and uh, I would definitely like to to catch up with you again down the road um, to see you know just just how how things have shaken out in, in the next year or so, and um, yeah, I think that would be uh, very interesting. Yeah, it'd be my pleasure. We're we're on the sort of on the the front edge of a lot of really fascinating things, and it'd be nice to to check back and see how those things went. And hopefully, we can talk about the successes and then maybe you know the next set of challenges because they're always around the corner. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. Okay, Kate. Same here. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Mimecast the leading provider of cloud-based secure messaging, email archiving, continuity, and security solutions. To see how Mimecast can help you avoid appearing in the wrong kind of headlines, call 1-800-660-1194 or visit mimecast.com.